0: I'm here to remind you that you can keep tabs on this thing on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, You can subscribe where you stream audio or on the YouTube or sign up at the website badassrecordspodcast.com. If you'd like to do an in-person episode with me here in Kansas City, hit me up at badassrecordspodcast at gmail.com. It's badassrecordspodcast at gmail.com. I appreciate you stopping by. Hope you enjoy the show. say this often but like i don't need
1: to move it i don't need to do anything right
0: you're fine you're fine um you know uh, i like language and numbers so i always uh, frequently nerd out about like the episode number and what else and so episode 93 of badass records podcast which in my opinion the greatest year for graduating high school, one uh, in 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 the Gen X 93. pocket ninety three class of 93. 96, babe. That, yeah. I mean, you're right Gen there. Xers, you're right yeah. there. Um, and so, um, hanging out with April Lemon. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for being here. I appreciate you. Uh, well, thank you for having me. Yeah, giving giving me a little little slice of your Saturday. Um, and we so we go back twenty years, right? Yeah. Um. To the great, great McCoy's Public House, R.I.P. and peace to not only it but uh, everybody's good buddy Dave Avitable. Um, yes, R.I.P. to him as well. Um, Dave, and, right? Um, and uh, so, so twenty. To, we met roughly twenty years ago. We've been talking about doing this for close to two years. Yeah. Um, and here we are. It's so exciting because you know you sometimes something just fizzles and doesn't happen. So uh, I'm really glad that you're here. Um, and so tell me uh, w- what it is you're doing now. When we were talking, you were like, I have a day job, but I also have a side hustle doing PR and events. And you're yeah. still some combo of that or what? what is the...
1: Yeah, Um I mean, my hustle is like PR and and writing and uh, storytelling. I I started with that, but I kind of got into events a couple of years ago. I got an internship at an art museum doing events. Nice. And it kind of changed everything. Like I had been working on political campaigns, thought I was going to do government communication. When I went back to school and finished my degree and then needed an internship to finish, Got a job at an art museum, and then I, like, found my freaking purpose. Cool. Yes. Very cool. That is, like... So, it combines everything, like, music, PR, writing, events, like, the arts, like...
0: So, when you write, are you writing for passion and pleasure, or for pay, or for both? Both. Okay. Okay. Now, if you're uh, just writing for you, are you the kind of person that... Put your butt in the chair at the same time every day, or is it all over the place?
1: No, it's all over all place. over the place. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I always uh, am, I ask that anybody that tells me that they write. I've spent some many hours in the chair writing myself, and uh, when I was in school, the, y- there were people and s- students and professors both that were like, "Yeah, I'm three forty five a.m. every morning," and some people are like, "I'm ten p.m." Every night, and I was like, "I wish I'm all over the place." Like I would love to have a nice discipline, but it's just I don't think I that's in the cards for me. Um,
1: yeah, I would say like I'm an event planner, and uh, I it's very detailed. I'm very organized, and when I cool. take, when I'm working and doing that role but outside of that like i hardly plan anything i don't schedule i like i kind of just roll with things and like <clears throat> that's with a good thing definitely have to be in the mood or if i like find somebody that has a great story Yeah. like you said you're a storyteller i love great stories nice and uh so feature writing was always my favorite thing to do like i always wrote about politics music and then people
0: and when so. you so you you do pr and events yeah. um and is this all are you your own entity are you employed by somebody like
1: uh kind of both. Okay. So I just launched my own business, which is Blom with the Wind Productions. Cool. LLC. Very cool. Uh I do small and large scale events. Okay. I do fundraisers, uh music festivals, uh pretty much anything, arts based, like I wanna do some cannabis events now that Missouri is legal. Woo-woo. Right. Uh, like everything but weddings.
0: So. Uh, okay. Um, so does any, do any of these, uh, and
1: I do promotions and like, uh, I help bands get gigs at, you know, around venues. The yeah, cool. Venues.
0: So does any of this, uh, take you elsewhere? Do you travel for any of this stuff? Not, I mean, outside of like our little region, do you, are you getting on planes? Or are you making long drives? I'm not
1: getting on planes yet,
0: right? But you, w- but
1: yeah, my uh, my goal is to be regional. Okay,
0: like, cool. Very I'm cool. not
1: the great thing about a communications degree is I can do that from pretty much anywhere. Right. It, it's freeing. Like that's why I chose that. Yeah. It's always my passion. But like, I don't have to be confined to a space. Like I can do it anywhere. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, same with events. I can plan those like. Show up for those. So I work in Wichita, Casey. I've been to Oklahoma, but like that's mostly my, okay. My right space. On. I'm from Wichita, yeah. So you know, in um, KC now.
0: When we were talking, you mentioned something about Nest Records. Um, yeah. Is that a thing that still goes on, or was it a, a thing you did previously, or what's? Yeah, this? it was a thing I did previously. Okay. Uh
1: They were a local Wichita label. Nice. Um, you know, probably had like. Ten twenty 20 artists, artists under them. Wow. Uh, and I've hired them for events. Like I'd hired their bands, um, the guys that run it. Um, so, I mean, that's how I know a lot of musicians too. Cause sure. I, 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 always try to add music to my events if I can. Yeah. Because, yeah.
0: I mean, well, I was, that's the vibe, that, right? It's but, uh, the best. So I was
1: doing some booking and like, I'm really big in helping my musician friends cause I love music. Like, cool. Uh, like, now, a passion, but as far as like doing it full time, no, I realized I did not want to be a booking agent. Sure, and I love bands and I love artists, but like they're dramatic.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: you know, I like just I just want to hire you and come and play for me, and I'll go and support your shows and see you. But other than that, like, no, like, yeah, I know people that do that. I mean, uh, the Queen of KC, Gina Tarantino, I don't know if you know her, but you should have her on. She,
0: I feel like, has been. She must have just had a gig or something because I feel like she's she She
1: been... focuses more on, like, hip-hop and okay. rap and, like, that sector. And I mostly...
0: You're, you're, I mean, I'm
1: a promoter and stuff. So I put shows together, but I, I deal with mostly bands. And, you and hip-hop artists. Do you think she
0: so. would be interested? Definitely. Well, I mean... Tell... And
1: I... I mean, she is fire. Right? I, I mean, I see other people doing what, you know, I'm also doing in Kansas City or I want to do. And, like, she's inspiring. Cool. And, and she... Uh, Yeah, also had a PR degree and kind of like quit working for other people and started doing her own thing, and she's doing some really great things. Gina Tarantino, look her
0: up. I mean, I'm gonna, and if you know her personally, maybe. I'll let her know. So uh, that's exciting to me in the same way that having you here is exciting to me. Um, Episode 90 was a a female, and it was like – there was almost an, an maybe an eleven year month in between gap you know gap an eleven year month Jesus an eleven month gap in between female guests just so many dudes yeah you know and it's like I'm grateful for all of them but it gets a little, little oh well, it is
1: very much like it's like when you work in music and the entertainment in general like uh, and music it is mostly male dominated will
0: you and me- it's
1: it's not easy to be a woman and to work in that arena you deal with a lot of shit like you i think people women do on the daily and almost any role that we have but there's a lot of sexism and uh, a sense of entitlement of course and you have to have some thick skin and you have to uh you know just kind of own your power and like i think in any situation but like it is interesting
0: do you think that that the self-entitlement is coming from musicians and artists and people that you're working with right or is it yeah Um, and so if, is that a thing that you think, uh, men and women both experience that sense of entitlement coming off of those folks, or do you think it's elevated for, you know, like women are experienced at a greater level on that particular piece? I mean, the sexism I can see, you know, it's everywhere you want to look, but the sense of entitlement piece, maybe not so much. Do you think that that's... You know, heavier in the direction at women or or no?
1: I don't know. I can. I guess I can only speak from my own experience. Sure, fair, yeah, that's uh, fair. And then I know a lot of women musicians that do deal with some shit from venue owners or like uh, other bands or just you know, it's it's kind of ridiculous hmm. on some level. But that's like you know, some people.
0: Yeah, it's just it, it's a curiosity to me because both parties like need to arrive at a spot to make the, whatever the thing is happen, right? Yeah. And so you would think that like that would be that would always be priority one A, and you get the thing done, and then you know maybe if somebody acts a certain way or says a certain thing, once all the pieces are in place, then you could be like you know. Go go fuck yourself, man. That's not what we're doing here. Yeah, um, that's pretty much
1: how what I do. Okay, <laughs> I'm going do my events like I'm hiring you for a thing. Like, and I've had like I've hired bands, and I've actually taken one off of an event I was doing because it was a situation where they were gonna try to tell me how the timeline was gonna run and like why I should change all these things for them. And I'm like, I can't. I wish I could accommodate you, but I can't. Wow, but it's a it is a sense of entitlement, and I have to tell, and I have to tell bands that sometimes I wouldn't say all of them, some sometimes though. Like no, right? It's Like this isn't like you can go do your thing, right? We're right. doing a business transaction, it's a negotiation. If sure. it doesn't work, fine. But no, I'm very much like I have to assert myself. Otherwise, people will uh,
0: walk all over you, yeah, or be weird or something like that. Or
1: they they have a sense of entitlement, or they have mm. they think like. You know, I would say, uh, when you're successful and you get attention, like people want to feed off
0: of that. Mm. Okay. I suppose that could be Sun a evil, good thing yeah. and a bad thing. True. Um, so when you were doing stuff with the label, either, um, Patrick Spray, uh, of Center Cut Records was kind enough to come do an episode with me and they, it's him and a, and a partner and um they very they're very selective about who they sign um they they and openly support those they don't you know they're local um but for those they do sign it's like there's two of us we have only so much energy and so much in the way of resources so we have to we can't just sign everybody um i was curious if if was there some cool were there some cool learning experiences when you were with a label that showed you like you know how an artist gets signed or any anything particularly cool from that experience
1: um no i was not like really in that role so okay i don't, I don't know like that much about it like i'm more on the booking side provider okay. side um it, it is interesting uh and you know musicians and bands like there's a lot of personalities a lot of egos oh yeah absolutely i can see why you have to be selective of who you work with because you know i think a lot of people think oh well, i play music that should be enough for me to like be huge and successful and like people should just flock to my shows well no there's so much that goes into it especially like on the promoter level like the business side of it which sure. is why i try to explain to bands too is like this is how you're gonna make money. They're gonna pay you, but you have it has to make sense also for the venue owner too. Like it's like a, you know, yeah, it's a transaction, and it's a full time investment. You have to go hardcore. You have to promote yourself. And there are some people that think, oh, well, I just want you to go do all this work for me and make me successful. And I'm like, I don't work with people that way. You have to want it. If I'm working harder for you than you are for you. I don't know. I'm not sure I really yeah, want to work with you. it should be. Because, like, yeah, I, I will help you. I'll help yeah. my friends. But if you're not working for it, I ain't got time. Like, yeah. That's, to be honest.
0: Well, the, you know. And
1: it's lazy. And it's hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, the odds are you are not going to be a huge rock star. You're going to play some music and enjoy it. You better love it. it like, and if you make get to make money and be a working musician, you're hella lucky and you figured out how to make money.
0: It, you're whatever. in the minority. Yeah. By far. And, you know, that, that's an interesting thing that has come up, too, with a few uh, artists that I've talked to. It's like n- nobody's, n- nobody, you know, and a lot of them are in like a bunch of different, like, this is my primary band, yeah. but I gig with these people and I record with these people. And it's like all of all the people, it's like nobody's going to have, you know, a hit in the charts where this is artistic expression. Do we want you to like buy our shit on Bandcamp and come see our shows and buy our? Of course, yes, and listen to our stuff, yeah. But like, let's not you know <laughs> put the cart before the horse here,
1: yeah. Um, you're probably gonna have another job, yeah,
0: like, yeah, exactly. And so then you get, then it's like, uh, and so you have your it's an investment, yeah, and you have your, um days and weeks that here's where i can carve out some time to give to this thing but then you're in a thing with other people and they're also doing the same so you got to find common ground you would think that would spill out into like a a promoter or a a venue owner or a pr person or whatever and but no um i would i would think it would be you would not only do you want to see equal output in terms of work but some sense of mutual inspiration. Like yeah. if I'm the musician, like I, I really dig the way that you go about doing your thing and vice versa. Otherwise, you know, it could, I, I would imagine it could be stale or even worse, you know, in yeah, that and you got
1: to hustle it. I mean, it really is like your odds are not good, but if you go out and make your way, I mean, that's kind of what I did with when I fell into events and like, I uh, uh, after COVID, and sitting in my house for almost a year and not doing anything, which almost drove me crazy. I'm an extrovert. I love live music. Like, that was a hard, like, the lack of music for me was huge. I did a lot of dancing in my living room, like, you know, <laughs> drinking wine and getting down. But, like, when they did lift the restrictions and events could happen again, like, I went full force. And, like, I just started putting shows together because I loved it and I wanted to hear music again. And luckily, these venue owners were like, okay, yeah. Right, And I kind of fell into it. A friend of mine died, and I did a festival for him, which is Yosh Fest.
0: Oh, cool. I'm sorry. What? It's Yosh Fest. I, yeah. I think I saw stuff about that.
1: And so that was the first music event I put together just by myself with my own money, and like, and after I did that, like I'm kind of addicted to it. I don't ever really make money off of those shows. Do you break even? Yeah, that's the goal. Nice. Like usually, yeah. Very nice. Because I pay all my artists. I pay all the bands. That's like, so cool. I hardly ever ask anybody to play for free for me. Like, I know bands get asked a lot for fundraisers, but like, it's my experience as an event planner. I have a budget. Like, I could you can pay the bands. Like, right. And that's also a goal of mine too. It's like I do think that artists and musicians should be paid for their work, but it's not easy. And there's budgets involved in like. But I've always paid bands for any of the events that I have. Awesome. And so, Blonde with the Wind Productions is official, it's launched. And
0: and it can be found where?
1: Uh, on Instagram and Facebook. I'm working on my website, like okay. this just happened. But blonde with the Wind. Yeah, Blonde with the Wind Productions. It's,
0: and there's the, an E on the end of blonde, right? Yes, there kay. is. Okay, it's an important, they mean different things. It so. is, thank you for
1: pointing that yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that actually goes back to a story, like uh, the first time I moved to KC, I found this bumper sticker, like, it was Blonde with the Wind. Nice. And it was on my car forever. And my car actually got stolen, and that's how they found it, was Blonde with the Wind. Oh, really? So kind of stuck. <laughs> and yeah. So it's my brand now. So Very cool. Um,
0: um, so Blonde with the Wind on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Uh, if folks want to reach out to do a, a collaborative uh arts slash music related function festival.
1: Yeah. So I, I'm available and would love to collaborate with some KC people. Like that's why I love Kansas city. I'm so happy to be back here. Like it's an amazing time to be back here. Like, you know what, when I left, I think I voted for the sprint center Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm.
1: in the election. And then I moved to Lawrence.
0: Right. (laughs) And I've come back,
1: you know, I didn't have to pay for it, but, uh, but came back and see what Kansas city has become and done. Yeah. yeah, Like the, KU won a championship the first, like, two months I was here. We just won a Super Bowl again. Yeah, I know.
0: Like, it's awesome.
1: It feels great to be in Kansas City. I it does. I think it's a great spot to be. It's, like, I, well, I feel there's like where the it place to be.
0: There's a lot of cool structures. There's a lot of cool programs. There's a lot of cool people. There's a lot of cool projects. Arts, there's a lot of good yeah. food. Development. Um, yeah. Um, it, and, you know, I feel like it's finally uh, hitting me. I mean the last 10 years i've been in sales so my office is my car you know i'm yeah. driving a ton and i really feel like now the i mean i'm assuming that our the population of the metro area has kind of slowly risen over the last 20 years I've, i haven't looked at numbers but i feel like it's finally uh, palpable in traffic everywhere yeah. Like there are plenty. And there's no
1: housing. It took me three months to find a house to live in. I had a job. But I couldn't even find a place to live when I came wow. back. And it's still kind of like that.
0: Like yeah. Market. Yeah. Um, so that's good stuff. I want to backpedal um, and take all the way back to uh, your folks. And if you happen to know how they met.
1: My parents? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I know the story is my dad annoyed my mom to death and like that's how they met. Oh,
0: uh, <laughs> good job, dad. <laughs> yeah, um, it
1: worked. He's goofy, right? Um, but yeah.
0: Are they? Uh, are do you do you have siblings? I do. So yeah. I have
1: I have five siblings. Okay, four sisters and a brother.
0: And where are you uh, in the? I'm the oldest. You're the oldest. Okay, Plus. nice. Yeah. Uh, and did they? No,
1: my dad, like, is, like my dad's really, like, he helped instill in me, like, my love for music.
0: Okay. Like, Very yeah. nice. I was just about to ask, uh, where did they play music in the home, you know, put yeah. on music to listen to when yeah. you got.
1: My dad had an amazing record collection. Okay.
0: For... Is it still around? Yes. It okay. Is. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, in it's use. Like Pink
1: in... Floyd. I mean, all this, like, 70s, 80s, like, sure. music. Even he's got some 90s stuff. But that was, like, one thing my dad, uh, it has passed and like that was the one thing i want that's the only thing i wanted was his records and and i still have them yeah
0: yes nice um so, but, so like yeah so he's yeah. kind of in that classic rockish vein what about mom was she into anything
1: uh dolly pardon okay juice newton i Heck listened yeah. to that earlier today because nice. i thought about my mom and like yeah that song everything think of my mom Very cool. Uh, The first concert I went to was like Eddie Money and Crystal Gale.
0: Ooh. I was. mean, that is. I I think it was like eight years old. Um, Eddie Money. Mm -hmm. Two Tickets to Paradise. Not Eddie Rabbit. I love A Rainy Night.
1: Actually, it might have been Eddie Rabbit, actually. uh, I think it was Eddie Rabbit. I think
0: that tour sounds familiar. It is Eddie Rabbit. Yes, because that's the
1: name. Sorry, Eddie Money. That was wrong. But it is Eddie Rabbit. Yeah.
0: And he had something else besides Besides, I love a rainy night, and I'll probably remember it as soon as you walk out the door. But um, that's hilarious. Uh, so yeah. that's your first show. What about your first album? Love, whether it's one you got or listened to or borrowed or whatever. Mm.
1: Probably Cindy Lauper. Okay,
0: girls just want to have fun. Yeah. The, okay. Wow, that's a good one, man. Yeah. There's like, I
1: mean, Madonna was cool, but I, I always like Cindy Lauper.
0: Yeah. Better. Yeah. I liked your music better for sure. Um, yeah she was uh fascinating, like really uh you know as the eighties were kind of unfolding in all the different ways that it was before our eyes, and then you know you see uh like kind of just off the wall outfits you know in terms of clothes and she was like I- i'll I'll yeah. have one of those please and yes. and we were like, oh wow we I didn't know you could. You know, just – and obviously being a, a prominent female figure on the radio yeah. and MTV and very cool, very cool gal.
1: And um, it, it really with Cindy Lauper, what I, like, liked about her, like, she's awesome, she's beautiful, amazing, but it wasn't just about, like, her body, like, being her the sex symbol, too, is, like, kind of just her and her character yes. and being, like, punky. But I appreciate and love female artists and especially bad bitches that have the balls to, like – work at that arena because it's not easy right. like it isn't yeah. Like, um like tina turner who just died oh my god like ha- love her i want to do a tina turner tribute show if somebody can find me a tina turner i'm ready like seriously like i'm not kidding like but uh pj harvey yes Tori yes. amos like people that weren't traditional even gwenda stefani yeah you know?
0: yeah um, so. I mean, Liz Fair, somebody somebody's had a Liz Fair Liz record Fair. on their list. Yep. Um, and some, somebody else too. And the breeders. Yes. The breeders, yes. The breeders came up recently. Um, I did, uh, one of the venues that I traveled to a skate bar in St. Joe. Okay. I haven't been there yet. Um, and the, the dude that was, um, Booking acts for them at the time did an episode with me, and um, he had uh, he had Last Splash on his list, and it, I forgot. I and, just
1: want to get along. I just want to. Yeah, get along. well, I, I love that whole album. I, oh I forgot
0: uh, until he <sighs> he brought it up that uh, that she that Kim Deal was the bass player of the Pixies, and I was like, oh my yeah. god, that's fucking right! Look, like, what a trajectory! Which I've
1: never seen the Pixies. I want to.
0: Do they still get yeah, around? They, they've toured. Okay, interesting.
1: They might have last year, but, you know, a lot of uh, bigger acts, and I'm not sure why, but they hop over KC. It's like Chicago, mm-hmm. San- Chicago Denver. I'm like, yep. what?
0: Yeah, yeah, I know.
1: I mean, can I get some Radiohead? Can I get PJ Harvey, please? Right. Like, get, what is wrong with yeah. KC? Come here. We'll, like, we'll pay you.
0: Um,
1: We'll buy the tickets.
0: So, born and raised in Wichita? Yeah. And then, uh, so high school there?
1: Yep. High school and college was my ticket out. Okay. And I moved to Lawrence.
0: Okay. Okay. So,
1: for a while, partied my ass out of it.
0: Right. Which is precisely why I didn't go there because I knew that was going to happen.
1: It was too much stimulation for April. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, whew. Wow. So, uh,
0: between, um, your time at KU and you starting at McCoy's fill in that gap for me, or was it bam, bam consecutive or
1: no, I mean, I lived in Lawrence for a couple of years and yeah, it wasn't school. wasn't working out and I was frustrated. I moved back home for like three months in Wichita where I did not want to be. I hated Wichita growing up. Like I've grown into it now as an adult. I have a different appreciation for it and it's, it's come a long way. Uh, But yeah, I moved to Kansas City on a whim. You know that radio tower that's like 39th.
0: Yeah, yeah. Signal Hill.
1: My friend Skippy, I knew two people: my, Skippy and Alicia, and uh, not Skip Flynn. Yes.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Shouts out to Skip. So Flynn. yeah,
1: Skippy, uh, Steven. Right. Like one of my BFFs, but yeah, he lived over there, so I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna move to Kansas City, and like I just kind of picked where I was gonna live based on that tower.
0: Okay. And That's one way on to South do
1: it. best traffic way, yeah. Okay. Didn't know shit. Right. Um, had a hundred bucks after I moved here, and Damn. just made it happen. That's and fucking
0: then, bold. when
1: Jacob Butler hired me at McCoy's, it was like.
0: Was Skip oh, yeah. working there and told you to go in, or did you go in on your own?
1: No, I worked there first. I got him
0: his job. Oh, uh, my bad. My yeah, bad. Come on. See, <laughs> uh. so you applied. Come, Jacob hires you, and you're there for five years, six years, three. Oh, three. Okay. Okay. Um, I got fired. Did you? Yes. For what? I don't In remember.
1: Insubordination.
0: Somebody told you to do some shit and you're like, no.
1: Yeah, Matt. You know, McLean like, fired yes. you? Oh, I'm sorry. It was a power like I mean struggle, whatever. I, I get it. It was like I, whatever. I can
0: see that. Um well what so from there I
1: mean I'm not mad or
0: anything. Right. Like, yeah. i I I would have been for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um and so, from from McCoy's word where what was next?
1: I ended up going back to Lawrence. Okay. I was going back to school. Oh. And uh, did not finish. Almost did. Um, but I got sucked back to Wichita for family stuff. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, and then and I had
1: a kid and all that and like yeah and then I was doing contract work for a while for a corporation and like honestly every day I went to work I felt like my soul was dying. Hmm. And I quit my high-paying job, and I went back to school. People thought I was crazy. I was like, nope, I'm going to go get my communications degree, follow my passion, do what I want. And it worked out beautiful. Like, it's amazing, like, uh, the opportunities that I've been given. Cool. And just finally, at this point in my life, I'm happy. I'm doing what I want to do. I'm passionate about it. I'm make, making money. Hey. I if I would have known 20 years ago I could <laughs> get paid to, like, throw these events and basically, like, Party Girl KC, I would, oh, my God. I would have done it a long time ago. Yeah,
0: I know, but you'd be a, an entirely different April Lemon I would, th- yeah. the, than you are today.
1: I, I needed that experience, like, right? That growth, right. You know? And so. it's hard
0: to, see, in your 20s and 30s, it's hard to see, like, I just want, you know, yeah. give me, just give me the thing. And it's like, you gotta, you got some figure more. figure out what the thing is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: That helps to get it, you gotta know what it is if you want it, you know?
0: So back to Wichita for family stuff, and yeah. are there until recently uh, or a year
1: yeah i moved back here in uh 2022
0: okay okay um yeah on and- a whim
1: i actually applied for a job like i, I quit a, a job that wasn't it wasn't working out um and wanted to do something different I applied for a job i thought i could just do for a minute like you know in between interim sure and then it ended up being this awesome I'm experience in kc minute, yeah y'all. i got hired to do events for the kc realtor association oh, cool. Like, you know four hundred thousand dollars to throw their parties and like do some cool shit like i've done stuff at Kauffman stadium i've got a uh, first pitch i've got national anthem i've got uh we've done events at monarch stadium i've set record fundraising levels i'm like no i'm a way. badass nice like, so when i say event planner like i can do your corporate gig or I can do, like, you know, the smaller stuff, too. Sure. But, Very cool. But I love it. Like, it's – and I say KC is my playground. And yeah. It's a great place to nice. be right now because – and that is also why I'm so thankful that I got this opportunity and got to come here because, right. I mean, in Wichita, there's just not the same opportunities. Right. There is so some
0: there, Yeah. It's not the it's not, not on the same. this scale. Yeah. Not on KC,
1: <laughs> where it's at. Um, so now I'm KC girl. It's one of my hashtags, KC girl. I'm blonde with the wind. Uh. But yeah, it's it's an experience. But this time around, like, you know, last time I was twenty I two, didn't have shit.
0: But I bet you thought you did.
1: Oh yeah, I thought I did. I mean,
0: I know, I thought. And KC some...
1: schooled me. It definitely made me more street smart. Like I figured like you know what I mean? It okay. definitely made me uh, more aware of people and interesting. Uh working in Westport. Yes. You know of what course. I mean? Like, the very what we first saw. yeah, yeah. Like, we saw them shoot somebody in the alley behind us. We saw police riots. Like, oh, my gosh, some of the crazy stuff that I've seen. But I think all that experience, because in my job, like, I have to deal with, like, I'm running the show. So, but there's a lot going on on a day. It's kind of chaos. But yeah. I think, like, McCoy's actually kind of prepared me for that because, you know, it's kind of the same mode. Like, you know, when, you're, when we're in the thick of it. Yep. And you're just going, going, going. I need
0: hands out to the patio. Fuck. Yeah. I, I totally can't give you that. But 90 you got right it's now. a
1: rush. Like I, I do get adrenaline rush from doing events. Like I wake up on event day. I mean, rum could be burning. I don't care. Like let's do it. Like it's. Heck yeah. It's probably the healthiest addiction I have.
0: So. That's that's a good way <laughs> yeah. of putting it. Um, so. And they pay me so. Right. That's of yeah. relative importance. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, since those days uh social media has like i mean myspace was around back then, but i mean my, shit,
1: my myspace profile is probably still out there still active, yeah. yeah,
0: mine probably is too um but it has become uh, almost an indescribable multi legged animal um and there's good and bad to it um you know, I get on certain platforms even though I know at my core, I don't even, I don't even want to open it, but I just, I do it out of habit. And then I'm like, fuck this, you know, and I leave. Um, so there are things that I see people say and do that are just, you know, cringe to me. Um, and one of them is how many folks say, look at my mini me blah 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 and they whatever the activity or the thing is and every time i see somebody say that i want to say have you seen april lemon's kid oh my god. <laughs> she is a she, poster child she, for Minnie me she is
1: Minnie me thank goodness and i, I mean well, i'm cuter than her dad anyway so come well on, like,
0: and i've and i've only seen a couple or three how yeah. you know you know i don't think you post a ton but every time i'm like oh my god yeah. <laughs> look how much she looks it's nuts um, it
1: is nuts, like you know what. But like, uh, my daughter is the best thing that happened to me. I mean, like, right? Uh, she gives me structure. I am kind of a wild child. Like I was totally cool. I was totally fine with doing whatever, going with the flow of life. And then, oh, you know, now I have this human being I have to care for and create. I should maybe get serious and do something, right?
0: right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but
1: she's the only thing that's ever tamed me. So, sure.
0: And like, and six a.m. You know, or whatever time you yeah. get ready for school. Uh, and then, you know, it's work. How many years did I go on? Like, yeah, a bag of combos is fine for the day, and I'm gonna have 56 drinks later. Yeah. Now it's like, I gotta get those three squares, at least in their bodies, you know, yeah. and make every time the season change happens, like you have zero pants that fit, you know, like, oh shit, fuck. All right. Yeah. Okay. It is something they else. They cost a fortune. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they do. But I mean, Damn yeah. uh, but it' worth the what they provide in terms of that structure and love and, and taming or whatever whatever it is yeah. that your child has given you. My 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 children are uh, more of a purpose. I, they have. A, like, yes, I it's wish like, they like.
1: Well, now I can't die. I got to stick around I for know, at least this amount of I know. time. I was Dang gonna like, too. Yeah, I was real.
0: <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I was working on it, but you know, it's
1: like, you know, I don't really want to be a hundred. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. So.
0: Um. Tom Segura, stand-up comic, has a bit uh, talking about um, when you come back from summer break, and you know you've gone from second grade to third grade or whatever, and you're like, "Where's Kenny?" And they're like, "He skipped a grade." And you're like, "What? I want to skip a grade." And he's like, "No." Nah. They're like, "Nah, don't even just get that out of your head." And he's like, "I want to do that in life. Just so you know, go to like seventy. You know, just skip like four. You know." uh and he he, people are like i want to live till i'm 100 and it's like really have you seen 80 like (laughs) (laughs) it looks awful i mean
1: at some point you know i have my own spiritual beliefs but like yeah i don't want to be here forever Uh i want to move on to the next yeah yeah, exactly go create in the Uh, next universe
0: and also like a lot of folks even the ones that know me and like me don't want me to be here forever like they're all like that's that's enough of you man (laughs) i'm kidding um so
1: but there comes a point where like yeah it's not the number it's for me it's the quality of life right
0: absolutely and i
1: like i will say like after living through the plague and 2020 and all that shit happening like the whole mind fuck of it all like uh it did actually like i'm not wasting any time doing anything it's actually maybe more mo- i was already motivated going down that path and chasing my passions but now I don't waste any time like I'm constantly doing things and like I'm constantly uh experiencing life to the fullest because uh, I mean it could be over at any time I'm 45 now right, right? like yeah. I could make like, you know I'm yeah. at least halfway done yeah mostly
0: um I and we'll move on uh, here in just a sec but I gotta tell you that you have uh if not by name you have in spirit come up multiple times in episodes. Really? Because I love that. Serve you know, a lot of folks are uh either currently or former service industry folks and the notion of uh, uh oddball downtime challenges comes up from time to time and uh one one that I am always fond of is um t- talking uh Jimmy Sullivan into doing a line of wasabi powder.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> I have not thought about Jimmy Sullivan forever. I, right,
0: uh, and so and then you were around for Kevin Kim, right, as the GM. Yeah,
1: Kevin is that like he's still with freaking that. I'm pretty sure he's still a GM. I got a, a, a name to do some bookings at Barley's. Actually, my boyfriend like he was like, hey, yeah, I went to this. Uh, place and he was like it's a bar called Barley's and he was like I got the name of the booking agent because you know we're always trying to find our friends like get them booked and I am looking for a date that's open for December 13th if anybody has one uh, but he hands me this piece of paper and I'm like it's Kevin Kim it's gotta be the same Kevin in Kim. In Iowa? No, I think, is he here? I
0: think he's in Iowa
1: Then how th- I don't Are, know. There two
0: there must be but point being uh, he used to pound uh, he we used to have the we had to keep extra milk on hand because he would start, he would come back to the pantry and pour himself a pint of glass. He sometimes he'd put back three in a row. So then it's like the, can you consume a gallon of milk challenge without throwing up or, uh, eating saltines. Can you eat X ex- and cause your mouth will shrill. I mean, it's like, impo- right. it's impossible. But I remember one day, uh, if you remember cap was a, a position, at the bar. So if you go through that little bar, enter the first spot, the first chair is called cap. And there's a hole in the bar top. Cause there used to be a cappuccino machine there. Hmm. So they had always ring in shit under cap. Um, but you were sitting at cap one day and it was like, we were whatever, 1040, we weren't open yet. Um, and some of these kinds of things came up and I just, I didn't know. I don't, I think I thought of it. Maybe I didn't, but, uh, <laughs> A coffee mug of, of pancake syrup for five bucks, and you're like, "I'm on it!" and just zoom, and I was like, "Oh what? my god!" Are you Pharrell? for real? For real? For real? I don't remember that. Well, I, you know, it's stupid, because I was what? not a person that. I think kept, you're confusing me with somebody uh-uh, else. Uh, absolutely not. Syrup. Yes. I swear. Was I
1: drunk? No, it was like
0: before a <laughs> brunch service. <True>. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so maybe. <laughs>
1: no, I would not.
0: I was, not yeah. <laughs> anyway, it just uh, that That's those funny. stories always make me giggle. And, uh, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy, just, I just brought Jimmy up on the tattoo guy episode because it cracks me up that, um, I mean, we could. We could look at your parents actually. Let's see, my favorite spring month and my favorite piece of citrus, <laughs> you know. Uh, but he, his parents give him um, Timothy James as first and middle name, and it's like they didn't. I don't think see that if both of those became nicknames, he would be Timmy Jimmy. <laughs> so I would call him a bunch of different things, Timmy Jimmy. Uh, I would call him Tex. Uh, most people called him Smokey. Because yes, he was always higher than, you know, a kite uh, and didn't believe in Vizine, I don't think. Um, <laughs> but do rem- you, you remember the table? I couldn't
1: get high in weight tables. It didn't work out for me. You, I'm a horrible server. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. no.
0: I would, mid-word, if you said omelet, I'd be like, oh, what'd you say? <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's. Yeah. Um, But he, most people call him Smokey. Uh, and we were, um you remember the table number we would hang out at after shift? No. 42. 42? Table 42 was the one right there off of Expo on yeah. the way to the bathroom. In the corner. We were sitting there one night and somehow, you know, he was like, a, it was this paradox of humanity because he was very, he was big, big time stoner. He was very uh, Christian and he also liked metal. And so it was these three things like, how do those? And so one night he, Slayer comes up and he's like, my family. My favorite line from a Slayer song is, and he's talking like this, and then just morphs into, I keep my Bibles in a pool of blood so that none of its lies will affect me.
1: I think I have heard that. <coughs> I
0: was like, holy shit, man, that is hardcore.
1: He's a wild one.
0: Anyway, uh, fun fun times with um, what can you challenge your co- coworkers to do with somebody else's inventory of supplies? um yeah so uh you're kind enough to shoot me a list i really appreciate it um i like to roll through them chronic remember what's on it now chron- awesome i love that yeah i love when people don't remember their list or if they don't listen to any episodes because then it's just raw you know anyway uh so it, chronologically in uh release order uh puts us at 1977
1: yeah, the year I was born. Woo, woo.
0: Pink Floyd Animals.
1: Yep. Ugh. I love Pink Floyd Animals.
0: Um, so let's see here. Takes on
1: a Wing. Yeah.
0: Ten, tenth of 15 for them. Five tracks, 41 minutes. Uh, I could talk at length about pretty much every single Pink Floyd record ever, but this one would probably get more time than any other because it is very, very special to me. Um, and I like had it for I have like, all on cassette. Uh, I had it forever, but I think I gave it one listen and then put it away for a long, long time. And then one day I pulled it out Brian and I was back like, out. "What? Yeah. How have people been letting me?" You know? Anyway, special for me. Why is it special for you?
1: Um, I mean, for the same reason. I think it's like the best. I mean, Dark Side of the Moon is pretty badass too. I mean, Pink Floyd's amazing. I grew up on it. It It's my dad's favorite band. Like, uh, like so many pictures of him with Pink Floyd. Like, it's such a big part of my life. Yeah. But this one, I just think it's beautiful. Like, and I like it. Like, I don't know. I can't tell you why. It's just like very, every time I hear it, it makes me happy. It brings me back to my dad and my best friend, Yosh, that died too. Like, he was a big uh, Pink Floyd fan. I actually never got to see Pink Floyd. I did sit on my phone and... Hit redial in like 1994 and got my dad and uh, a bunch of family members tickets to Pink Floyd in Kansas City. Nice. I was supposed to go, and then last minute, my dad said, We're not going to take you. Like, sold my tickets and left me at home. I was pissed. I had
0: tickets and I moved.
1: So many people went to that show. Did you go to it?
0: I moved to Colorado. I had to sell them. (sighs) Yeah. But I mean, I actually had.
1: I never let my dad live that down. I was like, I literally pressed redial. This is before the internet, oh, yeah. like to get those tickets. Oh, yeah. And, and then, then he told me, he was like, "Well, we can smoke weed if you went." I was like, at that point, at sixteen, I was smoking weed yeah. already. Yeah, like, come on.
0: <laughs> um, and and I think to you know the furthest hundred. Plus percent of people that I have talked to, whether I knew them then or met them later that were at that show, were like, that oh, was the best show ever. I'm like...
1: I know. I, I wish one
0: person would say that it sucked so I could feel a little... You it's know. a
1: sore spot for me too, Blair, because, yeah, I was like, I had a ticket. It's supposed to be me and my friend Trent. They were supposed to take... And they sold those damn tickets. i never let my dad let P- Probably made down. a... I still have never seen Pink Floyd play.
0: Well, I mean...
1: But everybody, yeah, I know plenty of people are like, oh, yeah, I went to that. And like... And, again, they said it's the best one ever. Yeah. I've never seen them.
0: Me either. Um, or Roger Waters or any of Oh, like, I know. did see Roger Waters, and uh, I it was fine. It was fine. Um, I will say that, the, so, like, the first couple, of, you know, 60s albums that they put out, that brand of flow, like it's not really for me like it has never it's like
1: experimental like yeah. they were doing a lot of acid like the... saucer are full of secrets yes like, i yes. like that maybe when i was younger like six, but i actually listened to it not too long ago and maybe i just wasn't in the right mindset or whatever but it was like too much for me yep. at the time like and
0: then uh, the 60s are over and so they have a couple of really cool records before dark side but I mean Dark Side is massive and the wall is massive mm-hmm. and, and Wish You Were Here also oh, very, very, very massive and, and often overlooked is animals. animals. And it's yeah. like this these three get so much love, but this is maybe their purest, rawest, yeah, rockinest record.
1: Like their first genius creation, in my opinion, like I mean and they did like you said, plenty after, but Right. that um, is my favorite. Like <clears> it, it like Collectively, the whole album, like, and I love Dark Sentiment
0: too. Right? Yeah, wish, you know. Yes, um, it's a great, great, and and you know, um, w- a wild format to say here's five songs, but songs one and five are only a minute nineteen, uh, and then the two, the three in the in the middle, the meat and potato, they're all like ten, okay. eleven, thirteen, and feature really, in my opinion, the best. Uh, David Gilmore guitar playing and best Roger Waters bass playing in a, in a rocking sense that we you, you, you ever get in their whole catalog. It's I don't know. It's just it's, a it's really amazing cool yeah.
1: You know who does it really well is a uh, freaking Les Claypool Flying Frog Brigade. I, I was at that show, dude. Oh. That show. I almost didn't go. It was my boyfriend's birthday, though. I was like, so I, I, we got tickets and we went and like. Oh, my God. I was blown away by that experience. And I've seen Les Claypool several times. Like okay. I saw him in his uh, Sean Lennon group that he did.
0: I don't know that one. You don't know that uh-uh. one? I don't know a lot of things. so
1: You need to check it out. It's interesting.
0: <laughs> Where did you see Flying Frog Brigade?
1: Uh, at Grinders, KC. H- how long ago? In May.
0: Oh. Did they do some Floyd?
1: Uh, Yeah, a lot of it, and he does it very, very well. Well, Like he did "Pigs on the Wing." Like I actually cried during that. I'm not gonna lie; like it was so awesome. And it was him, Les Claypool, opening for Les Claypool. It was him on stage with about thirty other musicians playing everything from his Primus era to Pink Floyd, and like he does Pink Floyd so well. Well, they
0: put out they put out a a CD of I think it's Animals in its entirety. Yeah, and I remember hearing that in college in like '90 seven or something like that and being like fuck is this this might be better than the original like this is really really good it's close yeah yeah um oh man yeah that was
1: that was probably one of the best uh, top five shows I've been and I've been to tons of shows. I love right. music. I'm a junkie. Yeah I'm a music junkie. So
0: um so you take a big leap from seventy seven all the way to nineteen ninety three again hat shouts out to Episode yeah. ninety three and class of ninety three, PJ Harvey, "Rid of Me." Um, PJ
1: Harvey, this is my girl. This is my queen. Oh my god! Like I actually was listening to this on the way over here. Nice, yeah. And like it always makes me happy. Like, "Rid of Me," me in size. I want to do that like uh, metal karaoke somewhere. Give me a stage. I'm going to do this shit. Um, cool. But I love PJ Harvey. She's edgy. She's 130 pounds of badass. Right. Like. Uh, and like I don't know she's just when it comes to rock and roll like she she does it well she
0: i mean like, lots lots of uh
1: I've never seen her, I want to that's well, another chick hey p j harvey, I guess I'm gonna have to fly somewhere to see you, tell, but like, p j harvey <laughs> Kansas City loves you right I will put you up, I'll book your room. I got you come on
0: um there's a lot of really cool uh tidbits about her i e um some friend took this picture in a teeny tiny bathroom and her hair is like soaking wet. So she flips it back and they just, you know, here and, and and, and whoever was on the receiving end of that was like, it's got water marks and blah, blah, blah all over it. We're going to have to. And she was like, no, like that, Mm -hmm. you know, and there you have it. uh,
1: And that's very PJ Harvey. Exactly. Exactly.
0: She's uh, collaborated with a lot of folks um, musician-wise and producer-wise, I think I think. Um, and then I saw that she said her this is second of ten records for her. Her primary thing is to not repeat myself. So this record can't sound like the last one or any of the ones before it. And then she's changing like her style of dress and her hairdo. Mm-hmm. Between and and then the uh, always evolving the cover art and the live performance she doesn't want any of that to you know seem similar or have overlap I'm like that is fucking super admirable she's
1: got her vision yes know? yeah, doing yeah. It over following that. it
0: yeah yeah
1: I mean it's kind of how I am with events that's why I like to do what I do because I don't really have to do anything twice I get bored doing the same things over and over right like I can do a variety like and that's also but. Uh,
0: do you remember? No, she
1: just released a new album. She needs to come to Kansas City, like to seriously, to in support
0: of it. Yeah. Do you remember um, how you crossed paths with her? Was it the Peter first? Harvey? Yeah, the first time you listened to her. MTV. MTV. I'm an
1: MTV kid. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. You know, back
1: when MTV played videos, yeah, and they yeah. had like their Alternative Nation. Yeah. VH1 had Alternative Nation. Had all the cool shows. Like, no, I was that was before the internet. Like you either right. played music, the radio, or you bought it, or you watched MTV. Like I I'm pretty sure I saw her on MTV.
0: One of my all time favorite I I discovered a
1: lot of shit on MTV. Oh, absolutely. Like um, Nirvana Unplugged, one of the best albums ever.
0: One of my all time favorite memes. Uh MTV. <laughs> MTV turned forty years old yesterday. Thank you for eleven years of music videos. Yes. Yeah,
1: it's true. <laughs> Mm. What happened? It was so good. Mm-hmm.
0: Revolutionary.
1: I mean, I guess people still make videos, but I just don't see them. Yeah. You
0: know? Um, so you discover her via uh MTV. She's been in film, she's a sculptor, she writes poetry. She's got paintings and drawings in a literary magazine by that Francis Ford Coppola puts out, and there's like Woody Allen stories in there. I was like, Jesus. I didn't know what, that. What, yeah, you what? know more than I do. What uh doesn't I mean just like, literally in the bucket of the arts, like what, what doesn't she do is the question I find myself asking.
1: Um, well and she's like obviously a, a you know true artist. And yeah, all. I uh, admire people that are creative and uh, you know artistic. they're not always appreciated, but like I like people that, who are different. I really do. Like, I like the oddballs. I like people that are just who they are and like, and also the create things. Like she's not only doing music, she's doing other things. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, I think. It's
1: like how my expression is through music and the events that I do too. It's also like, you know, producing something. I want to start doing more like, you know, maybe some stage productions or something. We'll see. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I think, if I'm remembering correctly, Steve Albini was the producer on this who had worked with Nirvana um, and was maybe going to be the guy to do In Utero. And then I think him and the band decided somebody fresh, somebody different would be... Anyway, whenever I see his his name pop up, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, There was some... uh, I guess he was criticized for the production of this. In terms of uh, how well her voice is, this album, yeah. In terms of how well her voice is or isn't audible, Um, which I don't know the album like you do, but I was like, it sounds fine to me. I don't know what Uh,
1: the. I guess I'm not a sound person. I'm not an audio engineer. I guess on that level, but to me, it's fucking perfect. Perfect the way it is. Nice,
0: and I like
1: that about her. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. Have you... So you are you familiar? It's not
1: like overproduced to the point. It is a little raw and edgy, and I like it for that reason.
0: Yes. So so have you checked out most of her other stuff, or no, just this one?
1: Um, Some of them I have not listened to. I've heard like maybe one or two songs off of her new one. Oh, okay. Um, But I need to. And And I really want to see her play live. Right. PJ Harvey. Like, come on, I come, gotta see that. There's some there's some people you have to see. Oh, I'm gonna have to fly to see Well, you.
0: for sure. For sure. Right. Uh, and expense it because yeah, it'll be it's to- it. totally yeah. part of the thing it's that you like
1: do. My idol. Like my number one female artist. Right. Ever, PJ Harvey.
0: Um so from ninety three to one year uh, later. Nirvana, MTV Unplugged nobody. in New York, live acoustic Nirvana, 1994, 14 yes. tracks, 54 minutes, an epic, epic recording. Yes. awesomeness. Like, yes. I mean, no skips.
1: And that was Kurt Cobain's last performance.
0: I have seen some stuff where it's like uh, this, the, this, what do you call it, the cardigan, the sweater mm-hmm. that he's wearing. Uh, somebody bought for some, you know, insane amounts of money and... Uh, other th- things I think that were part of the stage. Like
1: he committed suicide like a couple days after this. Recording. Couple days? Like a couple was days? Was it that soon?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Really? Actually, if you watch that last song on that album, like the live recording, like it's pretty damn intense. And I remember when that happened. I was like, I was so sad. I actually wrote an article for my. Uh, I did newspaper in high school. Same. Editor. In college. That. So yeah, me too. Um, but. I read an article. I was so disappointed. Like it's so sad. Nirvana is one of those bands I never got to see. Like I've seen right. Dave Grohl, but like you know, and there's some. It's like God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, this mm-hmm. album, like, is fucking amazing. It really like, acoustic, is. Acoustic, all the covers that they do, all the Meat Puppets, like everything, like the whole thing is beautiful. I never get tired of hearing it.
0: I didn't realize, and I mean, somebody else not too long ago had this. Uh, Jeffrey Calkins of the Aztec Shawnee Theater is one of the venues that uh, he had this on his list, and I I need to meet up with him. And I listened to it; he's super cool. Like he's he's really great in terms of high quality human beings. Like they don't get much finer. Um, So I revisited this for his episode, uh, but I didn't even notice then how many of these were covers. Like there's of the last five, like you know or five or six like four of them i think are meat yeah. puppets covers there's a bowie cover there, mm-hmm. and i was just like god i've always yeah, listened the world, yeah. yeah 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 um what about and
1: brilliant like oh my god I like, guess yeah. it is my favorite nirvana album like and i like all of them but like this do one, you
0: that was that exactly what i was gonna ask favorite. Do you, I mean because um there are parts of in utero that i really like and not much on bleach it's just like too much for me. Like it's a little aggressive. I kind
1: of feel the same way, yeah. Like um, it's probably my least favorite. Okay.
0: Um. And then grunge as a whole. I mean, that was popping off, sprouting. Oh yeah, you know. grunge. I mean, I'm okay, nineties.
1: Okay. I you know
0: who or some those of... kids
1: growing up. Like I loved it. Like yeah. Like I I've never really been like a poppy person. Right. I like some pop albums, but that's just not me. Right. Um. But yeah, like grunge, like you know who were okay uh i slept on a sidewalk overnight to get tickets to that show like when i was 15 or 16 in wichita oh wow because that's what you had to do to get yeah. your front row tickets yeah. there was not any you uh, we were at least internet. in a sleeping bag i hope yeah okay no and well, you got kinda. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> got yourself a ticket though right i did get myself a ticket nice
1: and a good one um but yeah i'm like i will camp out i have camped out for tickets a- like for the absolutely. right one. Um, absolutely absolutely who else did I see? Oh, Sonic Youth. Oh, my God. That's one of my favorites, too. Like, I did see them.
0: Cool. I've heard like they put on Son. a great show.
1: They opened for REM.
0: Oh, like, wow. Amazing. What a bill. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's um, like
1: 96, I think.
0: So, uh,
1: and then the, the Breeders, gr- you know.
0: So. Yes, yes, the Breeders. Um, how many records did they wind up putting out? I should know. It's like five. See. Maybe,
1: I don't re- honestly know yeah, how many.
0: Me either. Um, but you okay? So you, c- you call yourself a grunge girl, but you when we were messaging you rock
1: hip hop all kinds. Okay. of,
0: Okay, yeah. you said uh, Purple Rain was your all time favorite song. Is that still true today? One
1: of them. One I don't of ha- them. I don't have like I can't pick just one. Sure, That's my sure. thing. Just like artists, people right. are like who's your favorite band? I can't just pick one. Like well,
0: I think you threw Pink Floyd in the ring. Well,
1: Pink Floyd w- would probably be like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, how One th- of them But I do love Prince I saw Prince Here Did in the City He played Kemper Arena And I was working at Baja 300 at the time And like uh, My oh, wow. roommate worked at O'Dowd's And she would worked She had I couldn't afford their tickets Because they were like 160 bucks uh-huh. To that show uh-huh. And at that time I was broken You know tw- Working in restaurants and shit like that yeah. Um, But we got Gifted some tickets and I was supposed to work that night. So I gave my gifted? manager. I was like, I will give you tickets if you let me off of the shift. And she did. She, her daughter went, but uh, yeah, like uh, the roadies came in and gave us a bunch of tickets. They were like nosebleed up in the like
0: it's Prince. Yeah. I don't okay. care. Yeah. I cried. Yeah. God. Like, nice. Yeah, like, yeah. Wow. Um.
1: I love like, Prince is amazing. Oh my God. He's a brilliant musician. It makes me so sad, like the, you know, like just like Tom Petty, the people that have lost to pills and shit, like drugs. Like, damn. Yeah. Um.
0: So another thing you mentioned was, um, local music scenes. Um. Is there? Did we? Did we kind of cover that already? Is there? Are there pieces you want to touch on still?
1: Um. I'm learning the casey music scene like i I mean i've i've worked a lot in wichita um and casey somewhat but i feel like casey's a very interesting place i'm kind of surprised about how it is like casey really loves its cover bands and i think it's hard for original artists in this town to uh, to get gigs and to play and I, that really kind of surprised me I, th- I thought it would be the reverse you know what i mean
0: well i think there's but a mix of both
1: there is and like i'm i'm Learning it, yeah. Uh Matt Cody, he's a local musician. Like he's kind of helped me, like telling me like venues to go check out, like bands to go see, because I have no idea. Mm. Uh, my favorite band in KC right now is Stranded in the City.
0: Okay, Stranded guys, in the city. Stranded
1: in the city. They're a blues band. They are phenomenal. These guys are like killer.
0: How often would you say they're gigging? Like-
1: uh, well. Some of them they play their the house musicians for Green Lady Lounge. Oh. But they play uh Westport Flea Market Oh like, cool. I think every third Sunday. Uh they play around K C quite often. Okay. And I and I love them. They know. I got Antonio, I love you. Uh but uh they are amazing. Like it's just
0: I gotta say There's it,
1: two brothers, a piano player, that, like they are just what do I call them? Uh, next, oh yeah, the next gin of KC Blues. Okay, nice. I coined that for them. Yeah, because they are that badass. Well, they have a guitar player. It's like this Mexican guy, and he's like probably like five, five, probably as tall as I am. Uh, but oh my God, when he plays, it's like holy shit! Wow, like these. And every everybody in that band is amazing at what they do. Like nice, they're solid.
0: I've been to the Green Lady Lounge probably four or five times, and um every time i've been there it's been like just a different mm-hmm. pocket of people that i'm with than it was than the last time and the service is different and the food whatever um but the one thing that's always the same is that when i open that door i hear just fucking badassery coming through mm-hmm. and it's and that was what happened the first time i was there And I was the second time I was like, I really hope. And when I went, I was like, yep, this is this is legit. I feel like I belong here. And then it happened the third time and the fourth time. And it's like, I've never even
1: Antonio on the drums. And they did they do keyboards that they're played by different musicians it is the only place in downtown KC where you can hear music seven nights a week. Is that for real? They are the seven only Seven nights. Night, seven nights a week. Holy shit! Every night till 3 a.m. Like, which is rare because usually most places down there Monday and Tuesday there's nothing. Uh huh. Yeah. Ghost town. But, um.
0: Seven nights a week till 3 a.m. It's
1: amazing. It's iconic, and it's kind of like spooky. Awesome. It has two levels, and yeah, they they always have.
0: Music. And then they they open up a spot next door, just south. Right. It's all. Yeah, sp- I haven't been it, in there. Even smaller. Like you open the door and everybody. You're like right there. It's like, oh shit! <laughs> if memory serves, yeah, um, no,
1: I found that place like uh, when I first moved here. We I bought tickets to Modest Mouse show mm. and got an Airbnb downtown, and it got rained out.
0: Oh damn!
1: But we we're like, well, we're here, so we went to dinner and asked our uh, server. I was like, hey, where can we find music? It's like a, a, i think it was a Monday or a Tuesday, and it was like Green Lady. And that's how I met Antonio from uh, Stranded in the City. they okay. like, I love these guys. Please go check them out. How
0: long man. have they been together, do you think?
1: For a while.
0: Like a handful of years, maybe? Or?
1: Yeah, like it's a, kind of an interesting story because these guys like um, went to school at Friends University in Wichita. Like oh, it's wow. really interesting. There's this pocket of musicians that come out of Wichita that were, all went to Friends University under this one music teacher. And they are the... Badasses of jazz and nice. blues and shit going on in Kansas City right now. So they all kind of have this connection. Um, so he also has a Wichita tie. Okay. Um, okay. So whoever that music teacher was, like, thank you because every single one of those people are, <laughs> is amazing at what they do. Um, so, yeah, Josue Estrada, he's a trumpet player um, down there. Sage Judd, he's a keyboardist. Like, cool. They, these guys all work together, and but they are really brilliant musicians. Very nice.
0: Yeah. Um, we, I know you t- touched on uh, COVID, you know, uh, the plague just a little bit ago, the but w- but when we were messaging, you called it uh, the post-COVID clawback of live music, which I thought was very and nicely. Did I say that? Yeah. I like
1: that. It I, kind it, of is. It,
0: right? And so yeah. like that just feels sluggish and slow, but determined. Is that kind of the vibe behind that phrase? Like this is a thing we got to resuscitate and it's going to take us a minute to get there but by absolutely okay
1: i mean uh venues really lost their assets. i mean like yeah. a lot of people did when everything shut down you know what i mean and there's these restrictions and there's you know this thing going around killing a bunch of people and it has taken i think we're back to where we were right um but it's been a slow callback for live music to have shows to play for them to be successful because i mean you know, not everybody is crazy. I got my COVID shot. And I was like, I'm getting this. I'm gonna get this because I can't sit in my house anymore. And if that means I can go to shows, fine. Right. And like, yeah. So I've been doing it ever since.
0: On the opposite end of the, the people spectrum, there, I've I've known people in my real life that have tickets to a show, and it you must show your Vax card, and they're like. No, and they like give the tickets away or sell the tickets because they're like, fuck that. And I'm like, God damn, serious, okay, all right, you know, but
1: yeah, I mean, it was something that they, I think venue artists and venues, they have a right, I guess, to choose how they want to approach that, right? Um, but you know, the reality is, I actually, what I wasn't doing. When everything did get shut down, I was actually working for the Cedric County Health Department. I opened those vaccine clinics with them. Um, that was my job, like uh, COVID communication. But you know, as we learned, the vaccine's not going to keep you from spreading it. No, you know what I mean, right? But it has. It's been a big, huge clawback. And thank God they got like a lot of them did get some government assistance. Like they pushed hard for that. They had to advocate and lobby Congress to be like, you know, like help us out here because right. I mean, I looked at buying a venue in 2021 and it, there was just...
0: You looked at buying one? Yeah, there was okay. way too
1: much risk for me. There was still like, you know, the restriction had been lifted. You can get them for a great deal because a lot of people either closed them or they just got out of the business. You know what I mean? But it was a huge risk.
0: I bet. Uh, and also... And I chose
1: not to do that. I use everybody else's venues. Yeah. I will have one one day, but um right. off a stage. Uh, but it is a clawback. I mean and the ones that made it and made it and then I feel like once we kind of got out of that hump of 2022 or 2021 what do I call it like uh the roaring 20s we are in the roaring 20s yeah
0: yeah cuz everything's coming back to life and being and people
1: came back out like events were super like you know record attendance i think it's kind of chilled out a little bit but um for but, yeah. sure no i mean it, it is a callback for live music yeah and i appreciate the venues that did offer that
0: yeah um, but it did
1: open a lot of opportunity for me, like as far as uh, getting into events and promoting, because not a lot of people were doing things. so oh yeah! I just went up. I've just approached venue owners and throw some ideas out, and they'd be like, "Okay, you know, it's amazing what you can get yeses to, right?" And have vision. So it really was. It opened a lot of doors for me. Cool. I don't think I would have had otherwise, cause right? It, you know, they business as usual. Yeah. Thought it was easy to get in. No. So no,
0: no, it's not. Um. So, one more time, blonde in the wind.
1: Blonde with the wind. Blonde with the wind. Sorry,
0: blonde with the wind productions.
1: My page on uh, Facebook is actually blonde with the wind entertainment. They will not let me name it productions for whatever reason, but
0: uh, like you tried, and they were like, nah. But you don't yeah, know no. exactly why. No. But huh. I will
1: have a website or uh, Zoom. But yes, like anybody interested in doing some shows, uh, events. Um, I do consulting, PR promotions. Yeah. Um,
0: are you building that thing yourself? Are you having somebody else do it? Like, what's that look like? What? Website? Yeah. No, I'm hiring somebody. Okay. Okay. I'm not that tech savvy. I had to do the same.
1: And I'm not a graphic. I hire a graphic designer. I, I I outsource all that
0: stuff. Like it's, um, it's important to know your strengths and your weaknesses, right? I mean, I
1: have vision, but I don't have the patience to do the whole, uh, Adobe, you know, Premiere Pro crap. Well, it's but that's the video one. Whatever,
0: it? it's but it's Illustrator, it's, yeah. It's not only doing it; you got to learn it before you do it. No, I'll just pay you. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: I'll tell you what I want. Yeah, yeah. I've have, I have some great graphic designers that I work with and stuff. So nice. Um, but yeah, so just doing that, and then I've got a few things kind of in the works right now. I'm not like I don't have a full time day gig at this point in time. Okay, but I'm working on it. Sure. Um, hopefully we'll have a stage I can operate from and uh, run. Cool. So I will let you know where I end up landing. Well,
0: I would definitely... I definitely want to connect before we get you out of here. And I want to book some shows, so... Absolutely. Uh, Five funny finishers. Just goofy questions to... Okay. uh, Loosen up a little bit and wrap. Uh, The first one, uh, imagine you've cobbled together a top three bucket list for yourself and you are given all the resources necessary to do them, which one's first?
1: On my bucket list? Mm-hmm. Uh, having my lake house with my hot tub in the Ozarks.
0: Booyah. That's,
1: that's all I want in life, honestly. I mean, <laughs> materially. I love like,
0: it. That's great.
1: I mean, yeah, I want to produce and create cool things. That's what I love, what I what I do and I'm passionate about. Like, I get to create these awesome experiences for people where they enjoy it. Um, It's way better than politics, which is what I did before. Um, But no, that's all I want. Um, Lake house in the Ozarks (laughs) with the hot tub.
0: What about the Ozarks is special for you?
1: Um, I just think it's beautiful. I love it. Especially this time of year. Yeah. And I've always been a lake baby. I love the lake. Okay. Nice. And for me, that's. My spot, and
0: and now are you a person who can kick it in a hot tub for a good while, or are you kind of in and then oh, that's enough? I'm out. No, I'm chilling. Chilling, nice. Yeah, very nice.
1: <clears throat> I'm having my drink. I'm having my. Yeah. I envision
0: this hot tub on a deck that <coughs> looks out on the lake yes. and there's some forest. Yeah,
1: me and my daughter were talking about it today. Like we already have it in a vision. It's, going, it's going to happen. I like, love it. You know, I'm going to have goals. Yes. Also, I have a communications degree because I can, you know, just spend my summers out there and. My ultimate goal would be, like, uh, I would I really want to do a music festival. I want to maybe plan, like, one or two big ones a year, which does take a lot of time and energy, like, on the operational scale. Of to course. Plan and coordinate all that. Yeah. Um, but I'd love to do that.
0: Cool. Like, That's yeah. awesome.
1: And then all everything else. If
0: you... Um,
1: I can't sit still, so...
0: If you do... Um, you know, wind up doing something like a festival or, or, or booking a gig, and you want to come on and do another episode and talk about that. I'd be more yeah, than happy. Yeah, you to
1: help me promote my shows in KC. Yeah, why not?
0: Yes, of course. <laughs>
1: yes, I love that.
0: Um, you get to have lunch.
1: i'm with the wind is working on some productions. I'm trying. I'm doing. Going to do a Halloween one next year in the West Bottoms. Cool. I might be doing a cannabis event, hopefully in the West Bottoms. I love the West Bottoms. But it's uh, great. Um, yeah, I've got some things in the works, so I'll have some stuff to talk about.
0: Um, you get to have lunch with any person of your choosing, dead or alive. Who and why? Snoop Dogg. No shit. <laughs> I love I that. I
1: know people are like, oh, it could be like the dolly Lama or whatever. I mean, besides my dad, if we could bring it back. But no, Snoop Dogg, because it's a, funny as hell. We're going to get is. high. That's you know what I mean? Such like, a great I love answer. Snoop Dogg. Like, I love it. That's, and, you know. I've, um, I've been asked that in interviews. I usually don't throw Snoop Dogg out. Like, I I, but I however, wish I would have thought of that myself. On creative, yeah. But no, I'm I'm serious. I would love to hang out with Snoop Dogg, dude. I've had dreams hanging out with. Snoop he's Dogg, the best. Like, just kicking it. Yeah,
0: like. uh, and I didn't realize really until I was a good way into this whole thing that he was really like you know, Instagram launched and fucking nothing, and then he was posting all a bunch of times a day, and then it like. Got off its, you know, got its feet under it and got going. Because so he gets the
1: of... credit for building Instagram? No,
0: I mean, he didn't build, but he was like a the first. Uh, yeah, he's
1: posting all the time. I love his, his I posts. Love his posts are great, pages. yeah. yeah.
0: <clears throat> um, You are given the ability to visit your past self at any age. What age are you choosing and what are you saying?
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ugh, I don't know. No, I'd probably go back to like 22 and just be like, you know what? Uh, have more faith in yourself. Like, Really? I feel like your 20s, like, it's a really a point in like, our lives where we're not 100% sure of ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have that confidence. I'm like, man, if I could have what I have now, then, like.
0: No kidding. Doesn't it it's feel like.
1: unstoppable. But I think you grow into that. Yes. But I mean, it sucks to be in that.
0: I time, I feel yes. like, uh, I'm not
1: wasting my time, like more, being more focused. I partied a lot, you know, same. and now I get paid to party, Yeah, but so, it's different as channel, That's cha- you know what I mean?
0: I felt that way very, very much so at that age, but I also felt like, uh, nobody else did like it, not because I was asking and people were telling me other, it just mm-hmm. felt like everybody else was more confident. I, I don't know. No, I'm just taking it. Yeah. That's, that's that's the answer I was hoping but, for. I mean, you
1: don't even really know yourself. You know what I mean? True. Like,
0: that's very fair. Uh, you're
1: learning, but yeah, that's right. probably the one thing I would...
0: I love that. That's a great answer. Um, complete this for me, please, if you would. The world would become an immediately better place in which to live if only...
1: women held more power
0: hey all right uh and and more time in the seat here with me mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> joking more power for i mean
1: no i mean that is kind of uh, that is a goal of mine also and what i'm doing and i'm like my business and promoting like uh you know i do consider myself a feminist i like supporting female artists but really i think uh especially in music i feel like we need more feminine yeah. in it. Yeah. There's a lot of masculinity. There's like, you know what I I mean? I would say artists too. And artists. And we like, it's just a different vibe and creativity. Like I know a lot of venue owners that I work with. I'm like, I'm not just like everybody else. I'm probably more detailed than, but like, you know, just operate a little bit differently and have something else to offer. And I think like having a little more of that is good. There's like too much. And I love men and I love my, you know, my best friends, like whatever. But, uh, No, you need to, like, mix it up a little bit. You just
0: get it. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Um, Last but not least, uh, this is a true or false. So true or false. Um, It is okay and acceptable to wear the T-shirt of the band whose show you're going to see.
1: Yeah, you can do what you want.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay.
1: I mean, what if I get a signature? You know,
0: Fair, uh, fair point.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's any rules. Okay, maybe, maybe um, some people will be like, "Oh no, you shouldn't do that." Whatever, just be you. I don't remember where, whatever I want.
0: And now, now I do answer that question that way. No, don't don't do it because. I already know that you're a stranger, and I already know that about you. That's why we're both here. So show me something else you're into, right? Right. And but you know, and yeah, like that.
1: I've never worn t- their T-shirts to show either. I buy them when I'm there, but like, yes. I'm not wearing
0: it. Yeah. 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 Funny. I when I started asking this question. Uh, it didn't occur to me in the beginning that I would be asked eventually asking musicians <laughs> this question, and some of them are like, you know, "Absolutely no," and a lot of them are like, uh, "If it's my show." And you're buying one of my t shirts and you want to put it on and went, fuck yeah. That's I was yeah, like, that's, oh, that's how they're a good making point. their money. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's on the merch table. Right, that's right. how bands make their money yeah. traveling yeah, mostly. Exactly. I mean, and yeah, that's your brand. I, like, I would hope to hear that from a musician. Right. Like, yeah, you want everybody wearing your stuff, yeah. right? You know, yeah. like to the level of like Nirvana. And now I see like, you know, the retro t shirts and stuff like that we had growing up or now, like, mm-hmm. you know. My daughter wears a Nirvana you, t-shirt I that know. she got at like Old Navy or yeah. something.
0: And it looks just like the one, you know, when yeah. it came out.
1: Sublime, all them. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But yeah, I mean, that's why you're making those t-shirts. You want people to wear them. Yeah. And I have way too many.
0: I do too. I'm, I've am i been out of space you know, like for kinda, t-shirts yeah. in my drawer for, and I just keep fucking buying them. Like, like what can I throw away? I don't know. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Then one rips. I'm like, oh, that helps. That helps. Yeah. Um, okay. Blonde with the Wind Productions. Blonde with the Wind Productions, yes. Uh, April Lemon. Thank you very much for being here. Well, thank um, you for having me. I appreciate it. And um, I look forward to hearing from you soon and often regarding things that you have going on, things that you're cooking up. Yeah. Uh, hashtag KC girl, right?
1: Yeah. Blonde with the Wind. Hashtag KC girl. Very yes. nice. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,